When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everybody? It is Mike Cadlick here, back for another edition of a Wednesday Six Rings and Football Things podcast presented by WEI and for Odyssey Sports. As you know, we are presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, so go to FanDuel.com and make every moment more. We are here, back like I said on a Wednesday, to do some numbers and look at the numbers from the Patriots' 34 to nothing loss to the New Orleans Saints. Um, a week ago, when I did this podcast driving down to Foxborough on this lovely Wednesday, um, I basically threw out the advanced stats, advanced analytics, what have you, because when you lose 38-3 to to the Dallas Cowboys, um, you know, the advanced stuff felt like it didn't really matter. Um, this week, a little bit more of the same when you just get, you know, pumped 30-34-0 against, uh, against the Saints like they did. It's tough to really, you know, dive into the nitty-gritty and tell the story, but um, we're going to try our best here because there are some numbers that stood out, not only... Um, some big picture numbers and, you know, some some storyline numbers, but ones that you can kind of dissect and look at, especially on the offensive side of the football, uh, to figure out what the heck is going on with this now 1-4 and four New England Patriots team that seems to uh, be on the brink once again of um, some very, I would say, franchise-altering uh, decisions that owner Robert Kraft and a current head coach Bill Belichick may have to make in the near future. We'll see what happens with all that, but uh, let's start with, again, like I said, some numbers from this weekend and some numbers moving forward for the Patriots, again, that tell the story of what the heck's going on with this football team. So we're going to start with 27, and that's the number of points that the defense led up uh, on Sunday against New Orleans, because as much as everybody wants to blame the offense, and I get it, they are the number one concern, the offense is the number one concern, the receivers are a number one concern, Mac Jones turning the football over, like I get all that. But the defense still let up 27 points to the New Orleans Saints, a team in New Orleans that uh, had struggled offensively coming into this football game. Derek Carr was uh, not playing great football. Uh, their receivers, Chris Olave and Michael Thomas, were not you know, playing great football. Their offensive line was in a little bit of disarray. I know they have guys like Ryan Ramchek and what have you, but um, that team was not a good offensive football team. And the defense, the Patriots defense, let them come in and score 27 points. So... Um, 
look, I know, you know that there's this sort of feeling and saying, I guess, around the Patriots that if, you know, even if the defense plays well, the offense isn't going to outscore them because, you know, they've struggled so much. But when the defense lets up 27 points like they did against New Orleans, that's not a recipe for success either. So uh, I wanted to highlight that to for no real reason to take the heat off the offense, but to kind of look at the other side and be like, this is a full team effort, and it's a full team effort to be one and four uh, at this current juncture. Okay, moving on, we will talk about the offense now, and one number that stood out is from CBS Boston's Michael Hurley, who uh, sort of noted this, and it's one specific play in, uh, I want to say the second or third quarter of Sunday's game, I'm not 100% sure off the top of my head, but uh, the number is 1.36. That's the number of seconds Mac Jones had at a given screen grab when Vidarian Lowe, right tackle, and Trent Brown, left tackle, were basically just allaying and said, you know what, forget it, and just letting the defensive ends uh, come at Mac Jones with essentially the hair on fire, um, ears pinned back. I don't know if it was a lack of effort. I don't know if it was, you know, a lack of skill and execution, but whatever it was, if you go to Michael Hurley's uh, Twitter account screen, bra- screen grab, you'll be able to see that at 1.36 seconds, uh, Mac Jones was already running for his life. So as bad as Mac Jones has been, and we will certainly get to that, um, the offensive line isn't great either. And when the offensive line isn't great and Mac Jones has no time, he's going to be sped up. His process is going to stink. His footwork is going to stink. And that's exactly what we've we've seen uh, over the last two, even three weeks, dating back to the Jets, although they won that game. They weren't great uh, either with you know their execution, all that stuff, what have you. Uh, so, yeah, 1.36 seconds was the number of time Mac Jones had before he was uh, on his own running for his life on one given play. And obviously, I highlight the one given play, but that was, you know, the uh, the fact on that. I believe Mac was sacked twice during the contest, um, and he just had no time at all. And when that happens, you then look at the film and you break it down. And I, you know, I looked at some of the All-22 film yesterday, and Mac's whole process, like I said, is sped up. And He's now, you know, looking like Sam Darnold, seeing seeing some ghosts. It seems like even when there is no pressure, he's hurrying up because he is, you know, nervous and trying to speed up his process because he thinks he doesn't have time. So from the top down, this whole thing, uh, I don't want to, you know what, I will. It, it seems like it's beyond repair. I'll call it beyond repair at this point. Uh, continuing on with the offensive numbers, I just wanted to list off a, um, a couple statistics from where this offense is at five weeks into the season. Um, this one's just, again, a big jumble of offensive numbers. So, um, and I wrote about this in my Patriots mailbag on WEEI.com if you want to go check that out. Someone asked if Matt Patricia wasn't so bad after all. And I understand the premise of the question, but he had to go as well. Maybe it's just the fact that Bill O'Brien is not necessarily the guy either because the Patriots... As currently stand, as they currently stand, three weeks, four weeks, jeez, five weeks, man, it's already five weeks into this 2023 season. They are 32nd in points per game, only scoring 11 points per game over five weeks. They are tied for 31st in turnovers with 10. Uh, they are 28th in yards per play with 4.4 yards per play. And they are 26th in yards per game at 20, 287.4. Uh, as a reminder, and as I wrote it in the mailbag, there are 32 teams in the NFL, and they are, again, 32nd in points per game, 31st in turnovers, 28th in yards per play, and 26th in yards per game. So uh, this offense, no matter how way, whatever way you slice it up, uh, they need to get better. They need to get better fast. 
uh, or else Mac Jones is going to get benched and we're going to you know, start to be talking about this tank, which <laughs> we'll actually get to with the rest of these numbers because the next number, after looking at that offense and all those offensive numbers, one of them was turnovers. Um, a major number here is four. That is four pick sixes that Mac Jones has thrown in his career at Gillette Stadium. Patriots quarterback, former quarterback, Hall of Famer, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, also threw four pick sixes in his career in Gillette Stadium. Do you remember how long Tom Brady played? Played like 23, 24 years. Mac Jones is in his third year. So uh, Mac Jones is already outpacing Tom Brady on the number of pick sixes at home uh, in a Patriots uniform. And so the reason I highlight that is because, yes, Mac Jones's process is sped up. It's not all his fault. I think everybody sort of understands that at this point. That this is not all on Mac Jones. This thing is not entirely on Mac Jones. But given the way he's performed the last two weeks, he is certainly a part of it. Because you don't have to turn the football over. You don't have to throw pick sixes. And I know that sounds kind of silly. And obviously you don't have to. But like, you don't have to just chuck the ball up and try and make a play happen. You can eat a sack if things aren't going your way. And you can sort of sit there and say, look, I got nothing. I'm not going to turn the football over. I'm just going to take a sack. I'm just going to chug the football. I'm going to take an intentional grounding. But Mac's not doing that. Mac is trying to make plays, and they're not working. He does not have that playmaking ability at this point in his career. So he's chucking the ball up into Tyree and Matthews' hands. He's taking it back for six. And that's one of the reasons why he's gotten benched the last two weeks for Bailey Zappi. So I don't think they're going to make a change of quarterback yet this year. Reading the tea leaves, it doesn't see or yet this season at this point going into uh, week six against the Raiders. Reading the tea leaves, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case, but... Let's keep an eye on those turnovers and where they, uh, you know, where they go. Because if he continues to, you know, make boneheaded plays like that, we will see Zappy in short order uh, commanding this football team. Speaking of the quarterbacks, the last number I want to talk about here, it's the number five. And right now, if the season ended today, the Patriots would have the fifth overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. So everybody's talking about tanking. Everybody's talking about Bill Belichick leaving retiring, resigning, um, being fired outright by Robert Kraft, whatever the case may be. This team is looking as though they're, you know, heading towards a reset because they have nothing really to look forward to. I mean, they have some sort of young players that you think you might build around, but um, fifth overall pick. Patriots last year had the 14th overall pick, so they're trending in the wrong direction here. I know we're only six weeks in, but at one and four, when you get basically shut out two weeks in a row, you're going to be looking at a top five pick um, if things continue on this trajectory. So in having said that, I think if you do bring in new leadership, if you do bring in a new head coach, they're probably going to want a new quarterback. Let's start looking at the quarterbacks at the top of this draft class because you have Caleb Williams from USC, a generational talent, one of the best quarterback prospects we've ever seen come out of college. Uh, him and Lincoln Riley, he won the Heisman Trophy last season. Uh, Lincoln Riley's third Heisman Trophy winner behind Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and now Caleb. So uh, he is the top quarterback in this class. He is going to go number one overall. I don't think the Patriots will get there, but you really never know given what they're doing. They look like the worst team in football. Pro football talk rated them the worst team in football. They could easily get to that number one spot if things go in this direction. So, hey, maybe you look at Caleb Williams and you reset with the greatest uh, prospect since Andrew Luck, maybe Trevor Lawrence. Another couple to keep your names on or keep your eyes on. Drake May from UNC, he's probably the second-best quarterback in this class. Bo Nix from Oregon is up there. Michael Penix from Washington, the lefty. Um, 
J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. Like, if you if you want to start to sort of get more excited about this Patriots season, maybe just, you know, turn on the television on Saturdays and watch some of the top games and the top prospects because that's what we're looking at if the Patriots continue on this trajectory. It's crazy to talk about the 2024 NFL Draft only at the midway point of October, but that is the realization for these New England Patriots as they sit at 1-4. and four entering this junction heading to vegas this weekend so that is going to do it for me mike cadlick again let's quickly reset those numbers the number five they're going to have the fifth overall pick if the season ended today four pick sixes from mac jones that is the same number of pick sixes tom brady has had in his career at gillette stadium quick overview of the offensive numbers through five weeks 32nd in points per game at 11 31st tied in turnovers at 10 28th in yards per play 4.4 26th in yards per game at 287.4 those numbers are not good as a whole 1.36 seconds was the amount of time Mac Jones had to throw a football before two bull rushers from the New Orleans Saints were in his face and he had to scramble and try to make something out of nothing and 27 points that's what the Saints scored without Mac Jones's pick six on Sunday so it's not just the offense it's the whole operation that's going to do it here for six rings and football things quick hitter Wednesday numbers telling the story of the Patriots 34 to nothing loss to the New Orleans Saints last week I'm Mike Cadillac for WEI for Odyssey Sports for FanDuel America's number one sportsbook make every moment more at FanDuel Sportsbook Uh, we'll be talking to you tomorrow Thursday with some crucial clashes myself and Andy Hart highlighting what's going to happen in this New England Patriots Las Vegas Raiders game until then go Pats we'll talk to you soon